0: Some of you may have heard the story of hymn writer George Matheson. He was born in Glasgow in 1842, the oldest of eight children. When he was only 19 years old, he graduated from Glasgow University with first-class honors. But deep tragedy was underway even as he completed his studies. He was rapidly going blind. He had an incurable condition that would eventually lead to total blindness. This news would be difficult for anyone to bear, but for George, a heavier blow was coming. He was engaged to be married to the love of his life. When he broke the news of his impending blindness to her, much to his astonishment, she responded bluntly, I do not want to be the wife of a blind man. The answer came like the force of a dagger to his heart, and so they parted ways. Years later, as he remembered that painful event, George penned his most famous hymn, "O oh, love that will not let me go, he wrote of his savior. "O oh, love that will not let me go. I rest my weary soul in thee, I give thee back the life I owe, that in thine ocean depths, its flow may richer, fuller be. How sad, but true, the love and loyalty of people can be fickle. Many of us are inspired by triumphant stories of love.
1: Perhaps I'm a bit biased, but my personal favorite is my own love story with Paul. My husband Paul is one of the good and perfect gifts my Heavenly Father has given me, If you haven't heard our story yet, by the way, be sure to check out the YouTube link Strength and Weakness Part 2 found in the show notes on our webpage. From the time Paul and I first met and throughout our engagement period, he saw me, not my disability, and loved me just as I was. I was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy two years after we were married. And within the next three years, I've completely lost my ability to stand or walk or use my arms. Even as my disease continues to progress and my limitations increase, he faithfully assures me day by day and week by week that he's going to be right by my side. He reflects the love of Christ in so many ways, serving with such ardor, And a very joyful spirit.
0: Wherever we find outstanding illustrations of unwavering love, there's nothing that can begin to compare with the love that Christ has for his people. Having the assurance of God's sovereignty and love is crucial for all believers. Especially in times of difficulty, as feeble and weak human beings we're prone to let fear and doubt take over. Having a biblical mindset makes all the difference in the world. As Tabitha and I journey through roles of disability and caregiving, one of our favorite passages from scripture is Romans 8. Romans 8 has been called a hymn of security and is arguably one of the most reassuring and faith-affirming chapters in the Bible. Since this chapter contains the richest, most glorious truths of salvation by grace through faith, it is often dubbed Paul's Magnus Opus. Within this chapter, Paul celebrates the crowning achievement of God in saving us. Believers have been set free from the law and given eternal security because of Christ. He reminds us, because of our justification in Christ, a verdict that cannot be changed, we will face no condemnation. Romans 8 expounds on the blessings we have through the Holy Spirit and shows us we are the children of God and heirs. Although we're broken and sometimes at a loss as how to pray, the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. Romans 8 assures us that our present suffering cannot be compared with the glory He's prepared. We learn in this chapter that God is for us, so much for us, that He's graciously given us all things, even His own Son. Then we reach the final and greatest assurance of God's everlasting love in Romans 835 37 It reminds me of how Tabitha and I enjoy going for hikes. Believe it or not, we've even tackled a mountain in Sedona, Arizona wheelchair, and all. The view was worth the effort. I like to think of these questions as something like climbing a mountain. At every peak, you gain a deeper appreciation and a greater view of God's love for his children and the security we have in Christ. So here at the climax of Romans 8, having led in with a series of rhetorical questions, Paul asks, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Distresses? persecutions, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long, we are regarded as sheep to the slaughter. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors, through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord.
1: We as believers are in for a fight. Paul explores seven possible avenues where Christians may call into question Christ's love and sovereignty. Tribulation, distress, persecution. These are grievous afflictions signifying being hemmed in on every side with no clear way of escape. In reading this verse, I often think of our brothers and sisters in Christ who've been pursued by enemies because of their faith, and yet through all their suffering, Jesus shows himself to be an ever-present help and comfort.
0: What about famine, nakedness, peril, or sword? Didn't Jesus say in Matthew 6.25 he knew we would have need of food and clothing? Would the lack of these basic things give us reason to believe we've been separated from the love of Christ? No, no. Consider the greatest human example in the world of human love and loyalty. God's commitment to you is like that. He did not even spare his son, Jesus, for our sake, nor will he ever withhold what is good for his children.
1: Peril is a state of extreme and continued danger. The sword describes destruction of life, especially beheadings. Martyrdom is a sad and yet terrible reality for believers around the world. Can any of these situations separate us from the love of Christ?
0: The answer to each of these seven is a resounding no. We have no reason to fear and every reason to be at rest in the unbreakable bonds of Christ's love. Amen to that. No matter what our circumstances may be, no matter how our love or our feelings may fluctuate, we are the objects of Christ's love. The apostle goes on to cite Psalm forty-four twenty-two: For your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to the slaughter. Paul and his companions literally faced persecution and death in nearly every town they traveled through. They were beaten, imprisoned, and stoned for the sake of Christ. One might think he is quoting the psalm at his lowest point, but surprise, he writes this in confidence as an overcomer. In all these things, Paul says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Victory for the Christian becomes possible only through Christ. In English, more than conquerors equals three words, but in the Greek language, it's only one word meaning super conquerors. The people in Rome were familiar with this term, the super conqueror and the victorious warrior. The Roman legionnaire was a mighty conqueror. When they returned as champions from battle, the generals would ride in a triumphal parade and the cheers of the people would fill the city. The idea of a super conqueror is that this is an absolute conquest. Christ died and conquered death with a final and crushing blow taking the sting out of our troubles. He has veto power over anything the world throws at us and enables us to glory in the struggles. In the midst of illness and isolation, we are more than conquerors because Jesus gives us grace and strength. In the midst of the world crumbling around us, we are gloriously triumphant because Christ gives us courage, comfort, and hope. No matter how the world or Satan may attack us, we are super conquerors not because of our own strength and ability, but because Christ has the victory.
1: Christians around the world are battling giants of all kinds. Job loss, cancer, disability, loneliness, death of a loved one. The incredible truth of being a conqueror through Christ is that this is a positional truth. Whatever we're experiencing at present does not infringe on what Christ has already accomplished. While our trials may at times feel unbearable, when compared to the love of an almighty God, they lose their grandeur. Jesus' love for us isn't fickle, and his hands are not tied. The win he's given us is so far disproportionate, the other team may not even want to show up. Hardships in life can steal a lot of things, But the one thing it can never snatch away is the bond that binds Jesus to us. Nothing in this universe has the power to reverse Christ's hold on us. No fault, no failure, no addiction, no illness can cause him to depart. He will turn our weakness into strength, our sorrows into joy, our famines to feast, and the sword to peace. He loves in such a way no one else does. And with every battle that comes against us, Christ gives abundant conquest.
0: Dear listeners, do you have a tendency to become overwhelmed and insecure by your circumstances? Have sorrows and distractions caused you to hang your head in defeat? Jesus is a companion to the weary. His love is unquestionable. You can be firmly convinced, just as the Apostle Paul, nothing can sever God's love for you. God is for you through Jesus Christ. You are more than a conqueror. Walk in victory. If
2: God is for us, who can be against us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or hungry destitution, or dangerous? Who shall, Who shall separate us separate from the Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Just tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or hungry destitution, or a danger of the soul.
0: Thanks for tuning in today to Broken Vessels, Hidden Treasures. It is our hope and prayer that you will find the grace and goodness of God even in trials. We'd love to hear from you, and your feedback is important to us. You can reach out to Paul and Tabitha with comments, questions, or to share an episode with a friend in need through our
2: website at bvhtministries.org.